Good evening. Again, just a reminder, the shul's musavad is tonight at 8.30 in the library. Um, automatic doors on Shabbos. So we know you can't walk through an automatic door yourself on Shabbos. Why not? Because as you walk through, um, there usually is some type of sensor that gets tripped as you walk through, and that's going to run the motor, and the door comes on. Um, but not all automatic doors are the same. Um, what happens if you have an automatic door? And you ha- you'd have to know how it works, obviously. So it's only relevant, let's say, if you live in a building. Let's say you live in an apartment building and it's got an automatic door and you know exactly how this door works. Um, and the way it works is that instead of the sensor turning on the motor and opening the door, um, there's a beam, right? There's a beam that you can't see. As long as that beam isn't broken, um, there's something stopping the doors from opening. But the minute you break that beam because you walk through it, then it stops stopping the door from opening, and then the door opens. In other words, the door, is, the door really, the default setting is the door should just open, um, but there's, there's a mechanism that's holding the door closed. Um, it's not allowing it to open. As you walk through, that mechanism is affected, it's broken, and then you can, you can walk through. Uh, and then the door opens. So Shemir Shabbos Kochas suggests that it could be such a door would be mutter. Um, he says, why would it be mutter? He says, because really it's like koyach sheni. There's like a second step over here. Um, what does that mean? So the, 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 the Gemara brings an example. It's brought in halacha that, um, that if you've got a courtyard, um, you're trying to, back in the day, if you had dirty water in your house that so you didn't have a drain to put it in, so where would you, where would you throw out your dirty water? So you would throw your dirty water into your little courtyard and it would just splash everywhere and it would go everywhere. Now, can you do that on Shabbos? So the halacha is that um, <clears throat> potentially there's a problem if the water will just seep into the courtyard, you have done nothing wrong because you can carry in your courtyard. But if your courtyard is open to the street and you pour water into the courtyard and you know that the water is just going to overflow into the street, so that's a problem. So how do you fix that problem? So it's brought in halacha that as long as you dig a hole in your courtyard, so water can go into that hole, so then you solve the problem. Right? So there's no concern anymore that the water is going to go from my balcony into the courtyard into the street. Rather, it's going to go from, I'm going to throw it off the balcony, it's going to hit the courtyard, and it's going to go into the hole, and everything's fine. <clears throat> Mishabura says, what happens if the, that you dug the hole, but the hole's already full of water? So it was full of water from before Shabbos. So what's going to happen? You're going to throw your dirty water out on Shabbos. It's going to go into the courtyard. It's going to go into that hole, and it's going to overflow. And some water from, whether, whether it's the water you threw or the water that's in the hole, you don't know. But some of the water is going to end up going into the street. Mishabur says, that's mutter. This is only Xerah Drabanan. Anyway, so the fact that it's, you threw the water in, it's going to create an issue that is going to overflow, which you didn't do necessarily, not directly, and the water is going to overflow and end up on the street, that's not a problem. So Shemir Shabbos wants to say that this is a similar idea. It's too many steps. It's like a form of a grama. It's a too many steps, and therefore it would be mutter. That's, that's, his, that's his theory, at least. He doesn't say he, doesn't say he can do halach al-naisa, but he does suggest that it could be this is mutter. Um, that being said, most of us are going to encounter automatic doors if you have to go to a hospital on Shabbos, and who knows how they, how they work. So obviously we don't want to rely on this. So what do people do? Um, so the easiest thing is you find they're not an automatic door. Um, so for instance, cedars, um, their main entrance is automated. Um, but if you go up onto the balcony and you enter from the balcony level, they have, they have uh, regular doors. So that's obviously the best option is scout it out and find the non-automatic door. Sometimes that's not possible. Um, they might have a manual door, but you can't access it. It's only for stuff, etc. Um, so 
What people say to do is walk in with a non-Jew. You see a non-Jew walking in, walk in with a non-Jew. So there are two issues. Number one, you have to make sure the person's a non-Jew. <laughs> um, and here in Los Angeles, that may or may not be an easy thing to determine. Um, so that's number one. If the person's a Jew and you walk in with them, you've got a problem. You're, you're benefiting from a Maeser Shabbos. That's for sure not okay. But assuming you have correctly identified that the person about to walk in is a non-Jew, you're going to walk in with him. So the question becomes how do you have to literally like walk in side by side with him, which could get a little awkward. Um, <laughs> if he walks in first and then you quickly walk in behind him, it could be that it hasn't helped you. It could be that, you know, he... The sensor went off, the door opened, and the sensor is noticing that you're walking in too and you're delaying the door from closing. So you haven't achieved anything just because you walked in right after him. How, how, how has that solved your, your Shabbos problem? Um, so obviously the best thing to do would be to walk in literally side by side with him. It's very hard to kind of do that in a normal way. Um, so you try your best, um, but you have this suffix, you have this question, am I triggering the sensor or am I not? I don't know because I don't know, you know, at what point, at what, at what point does my delay mean that I'm doing the sensor? I don't know. So this is actually potentially an issue of suffix sigratia. Um, meaning I might be in a situation of sigratia where I'm not trying to trigger any sensors, I'm going to walk through the door, through an open door, but I might be triggering a, sens- a sensor, and if I am, it's for sure happening. Um, so suffix sigratia, we are normally machmir on, um, but the post can say in, in a situation such as going into a hospital where um, chances are you're going for good reason, you need to be there, um, they're, they are lenient, and you just try your best, you walk in as quickly as you can with the, with the non-Jew, and and that's okay. Um, the, the automated doors within the wards of the hospital, the ones that kind of go like this, one goes in, one goes out, somebody has to push a button, uh, and, that, and the doors just, just open up. Um, obviously, you can't do that. That's, that's automated. Um, but nurses are going back and forth all the time, and they push the button for themselves, and they go in. I'm not sure exactly how those do- doors work. I don't think there's a sensor on those doors. I think, ju- I think it's just timed. I mean, I've had the experience where they start to close on you. If you don't hurry up, they just literally close on you. So the, if, if that can happen, then clearly there's not a sensor, and then really you're doing nothing wrong if you walk in with those. Good night.